Hi, and welcome to the Country Hope Church podcast. Our passion is to grow life-giving churches in out-of-the-way places. You are invited to join us for one of our Sunday services in Chinchilla, Gainda, Jindawi, or Meandara anytime. For full details, please visit our website www.countryhope.church. We hope this episode helps you to be love lived out into your world this week. Enjoy! here one of my terrariums. I'll just turn the light on so you can see it better. Oh, can you see that? That's one of my terrariums. That one is a rainforest terrarium. I've got about 20 terrariums that I've developed. I've got desert ones, rainforest ones, all sorts of different terrariums. This one I planted about six months ago and the idea was to put critters in it to make it a critter terrarium. And so um, I planted it out but the plants kept dying. I put them in, a couple of weeks later the plants would start to die. And I couldn't work out why. And at first I thought it was the lighting and it wasn't the lighting. Then I thought it was the moisture level and it wasn't the moisture level. And I didn't know what to do. And then I had a brainwave. Maybe it's the soil. I make my own soil for terrariums. I put together a whole lot of ingredients to make my own soil. So I changed the soil in my terrarium and then planted it out. And as you can see right now, it's flourishing. It's green, it's tropical. Uh, I've actually got a couple of mushrooms that are growing up in the front as well that have appeared. And so this is a growing, uh, flourishing terrarium. There's some insects in there. I put some isopods and some other insects who flourish so much. I had to put a predator in there. So there's a, a praying mantis in there as well. So it's a, it's a who went, oh, that's just nature. So this is a, a, um, a, a flourishing, growing terrarium that's going really well. The key was to get the soil right. And now it's flourishing. We started a sermon series last week called Flourish, and we want 2024 to be flourishing for you in every area of your life. Uh, We want it to be spiritually, your relationship with God to flourish. We want that to flow on into different areas of your life, your mental health to flourish this year, your sense of well-being, financially to flourish, and relationship-wise with other people to flourish. Really, the key to flourishing we talked about last week was to make sure you have your relationship with God in place well and you will flourish well. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and then everything else will fall into place. We want you to flourish. Carly talked last week about building our lives on the solid foundation of Jesus' teaching of his life. Today I want to talk about a story that Jesus told about soil, hence the terrarium. Jesus talked about the different soils that his word can fall on And what will help your life flourish, depending on what what sort of soil your heart is like. This is the story that he told. It's in Luke 8. It said, when a large crowd from several towns had gathered around Jesus. So this is Jesus speaking, a large crowd, several towns. He was really popular at this time. And people were coming from all over the place to hear his teaching. He told them a story. I love a good story. He said this. A farmer went out to scatter his seed in the field. Go to the next slide, Ronan. There he is. A farmer went out to scatter his seed in the field. While the farmer was doing this, some of the seed fell among the road and were eaten on or stepped on. Other seed fell on rocky ground and started growing, but the plants didn't have enough water and they soon dried up. Some of the seed fell where the thorn bushes grew and they choked the plants out. The rest of the seed fell on good ground where they grew and produced hundred times as many seeds. When Jesus finished speaking, he said, if you have ears, pay attention. 
So Jesus told this story, and it was something that the crowd could relate to as a farming story. They knew all about farming. He said, if you have ears, listen carefully, because what I told you was important. Fast forward to Queensland in 2024. Jesus says, pay attention to this story, because it's important for your life. If you get this right, your life can flourish. So what does it mean? I get the picture of the farmer sowing seed and the, some of the seed working and it, like my terrarium, uh, it didn't work until I got the soil right, now it's flourishing. I get that, but what is that, how does that relate to our life? Well, fortunately back then, 2,000 years ago, his disciples didn't understand it and they said, please explain what the story meant. And so Jesus went on. The Bible says Jesus' disciples asked him, what does this mean? So he answered, the seed is the word of God, it's my word to you. The seed on the road are the ones who hear the word, but no sooner do they hear it than it's snatched away from them because they won't believe and they're not saved. The seed on the gravel, on the rocky soil, is those that hear with enthusiasm, but their enthusiasm doesn't go deep enough and it just becomes part of their life and the moment trouble enters their life, they're gone. The seed that fell in the weeds... Well, they're the ones who hear and they're starting to grow, but the seed is crowded out and nothing comes of it as they go about their lives, worrying about tomorrow, making money and having fun. It gets crowded out. But the seed in the good earth, these are the good hearts who seize the word of God and hold on to it no matter what, who do what it says and stick with it until they see a harvest in our life. So how do we flourish in 2024? How do we get the soil right? So we're flourishing so that our hearts, the soil that the seed lands on, works. Well, in this story, there are a few different types of soil. The first was the compacted soil, the road soil, where the seed fell, but then it was snatched away. Jesus called this the unbelieving hearts. They're the ones that hear God's word, hear how to live life, but don't believe it. Uh, there's no chance of God helping them flourish because they don't believe it. Here's what I believe personally. I believe personally that God made everything, that he created us to flourish in life and that he created us uh, to choose how we're going to live. And he sent his son to earth to pay the price for our wrongdoing so that we can be called the children of God. And I believe that we can live life to the full when we believe in Jesus Christ and we have a proper relationship with the Father and we can live the life he created us to do. We can flourish in life if we believe. But he's also given us the capacity to disregard his word and who he is and our place in the universe and his place. And some people, their hearts are so compacted that they just don't believe. A heart like that will never flourish in God. I have a brother like that who's a confirmed atheist. He simply doesn't believe. And he will never fit into this category of flourishing in God and flourishing in every area of his life because he just doesn't believe at all. He chooses not to believe. Uh, I know that there are people in this church that don't really believe or don't know if they believe or can't work it out. Let me tell you, the unbelieving heart will never flourish in God unless the soil is changed. The good news is you can change the soil if you want to flourish in God. The second type of soil is the rocky soil. The word of God falls on it, it takes root, they begin to flourish in life and they grow, then something happens that knocks them off course. Jesus said, they hear with enthusiasm, but the enthusiasm doesn't go deep enough 
And then the moment trouble comes, it's gone. The moment trouble comes, they have a crisis of faith. I feel sorry for these people because they genuinely start on their journey of faith in God and everything is great and their relationship with God is blossoming and they're growing and they can feel a change in their life and they begin to build meaningful relationships with other people. Christianity is working for them and they feel like they've got destiny on their life. Then they face a moment of crisis when something comes out of nowhere and everything comes crashing down. I preached here a couple of weeks ago about David. David wrote two Psalms, Psalm 22 and Psalm 23. He wrote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. That's when you're flourishing. But he also wrote in Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from me, from saving me? Why don't you hear my cries of anguish? God, I cry out day and night, but you don't answer. I find no rest. That's a crisis of faith. Now, remember, when I preached about this, there was always hope in God, and he hung on to God and came through that. But the crisis of faith is when we start to doubt, is God real? Is this really for me? I've had several crises of faith in my Christian journey. I remember when I was 13, I got a staph infection, golden staph infection. And I had a big boil on my leg. You can still see the scar. And it was lanced. And it was uh, pretty nasty. But then I got 13 staph infections in grade 9 at school. One after the other had to be lanced. I had one on the inside of my eyelid. So they literally had to put my eyelid up and lance a boil on the inside of my eyelid. Now, by the 13th infection, I was over it. And I'd been praying, God, take this away. This is so painful. And he just, it didn't, it didn't leave and it kept going and going. And, and, and I thought, well, if God won't help me, what's the point? This is just ridiculous. But I managed to keep on to God. I remember when I was 22, I'd finished high school, done accounting at uni, had then applied for theological college to become a church pastor. The moment I did that, everything seemed to go wrong. My grandfather died, my mum got really sick, and then my uncle, one of my favourite uncles, committed suicide. And I was the last person to talk to him. I talked to him one afternoon at his house. He left and virtually straight away went and committed suicide. It absolutely rocked my faith. And I can remember sitting in his funeral thinking... God, I'm trying to love you and do what you want me to do, and this is how my life is. I can remember as the pastor was doing the funeral for my uncle, saying to God, you can have it back. I've had enough. I might as well just go out and be an accountant. I had a crisis of faith. God, if you treat me this way, and I'm supposed to be your friend, and I had a moment, a crisis of faith, but I managed to come through it. The rocky soil of people who are flourishing, then they have their moment of crisis. Let me tell you, if you're a Christian, if you believe in God, if you live for him, you will have your moment of crisis. It will come in your life. Even Jesus had one. He got called out into the wilderness, spent 40 days in the wilderness where he was hungry and thirsty and he was, he was tempted. We all have our moment of crisis. This is where we either come through it or we lose faith. The sad thing is that a lot of people lose faith but keep coming to church. And they keep coming to church but their heart isn't really in it anymore and they're not flourishing in God. But they come to church because church is where I should go and they become bitter and angry at God and other people because their soil isn't right anymore. It's rocky soil. You can change your soil. 
If you're here today and you're thinking, my life hasn't flourished because I didn't come through that crisis well, you can change the soil of your heart to become flourishing again. The third type of soil was the one with the weeds. And it fell amongst the weeds and and it was all right, but then it got crowded out and nothing comes of it because... And Jesus gave three examples here. That's the hard road. Go to the one with the weeds. Sorry, Ronan, I didn't keep up with you. Go to the next one, the one with the weeds. So it's the one where you're busy doing other stuff. Uh, Worrying about tomorrow, making money or having fun, Jesus said. Those are the three things he said. This is the most common soil other than the flourishing one. It's people who have a genuine encounter with God, who know that he's real, whose life has been transformed. They're excited about the Christian faith and they read the Bible regularly. They go to church consistently. They have God chats with other people. I find that that's a really good thermometer about how my life is going, if I love to have God chats with other people. But then their faith gets crowded out by everyday life. And I said Jesus talked about three things here, worrying about stuff or making money or having fun, and they start to become our priority in life. And it doesn't happen quickly, it happens over a period of time. It's a gradual change. Where once church was important, I want to be in church on Sunday, then it becomes, oh, where can I fit church in? Because I've got this on and this on and this on. I used to read my Bible a whole lot, but now it's, where can I fit it in between Netflix Netflix and Prime? Where can I fit it in? And before you know it, your soil isn't flourishing with good stuff. It's choked out by Lantana and Mother of Millions and other weeds. And your soil becomes unfertile. And then church starts to become a drag. In Revelation, John calls it losing your first love. When you lose your first love of God, everything becomes a drag. And a lot of people in churches today don't have a vibrant, growing faith because it's just choked out by weeds. You can do something about your soil. You can actually change the soil of your heart so it's flourishing. Three types of soil. Hard, unbelieving soil, rocky, shallow soil with the crisis of faith, weedy, choked up soil. They're all the antithesis of a fertile soil. But seed fell on the good earth. They're the one with the good hearts who sees the word of God, hold on to it no matter what. Do what God says. Stick with it until it grows and it's flourishing and there's a harvest. Here's the interesting thing about those three soils. We can go through those phases any time in our life. I've had all three of those phases in my life, where I've been unbelieving, where I've been a crisis of faith, where I've just let other things choke it out. You can all go through those times in in your life. You might be sitting here right now today thinking, I'm actually one of those soils, I know what he's talking about. Because the truth is none of us are perfect The key is, when you realise your heart has become that sort of soil, to change it, to change your soil, constantly be checking your soil, constantly be changing it. If you want to flourish in life as a Christian, you must be a constant soil checker. The soil of my heart, it's a little compacted at the moment, I need to spend some serious time thinking about God and try to fix this. The soil of my heart is rocky. I'm in crisis at the moment and it doesn't feel like there's a way out. Maybe I should go talk to someone in the church just to be encouraged by them. My life is choked out with weeds. I need to make some serious reassessing. Go to the next photo, Ronan. Uh, that's, oh, sorry, that's a flourishing garden. That's my, um, that's my dad's carnival garden from a few years ago. Go to the next one. Maybe you need to put some Roundup in your garden on the weeds that are choking it out. Just kill them dead. Okay, I've been doing that too much. I'm too involved with that. I need to get rid of Netflix for a while because I'm just watching it too much. Whatever it is, make your soil flourish again. 
Only you can change it. That's the thing about the soil of your heart. Only you can change it. You're the only one that can change the soil in your heart. You're the only one who truly knows what it's like. And you're the only one who has access to that garden. So at the beginning of this year, 2024, I want you to think about those three types of soil. The hard, compacted one. You can change that soil. Dig it up a bit. Uh, Make a commitment, God, I don't really believe in this stuff, but I'll give you a chance. Um, If you're real, speak to me. It's amazing how God does that, how he speaks to us. If you've got that rocky soil, that you're actually in the moment, at this time in a crisis of faith, and you're wondering if it's all real, then do some soil changing. Uh, Particularly, this is where we as a church rely on one another. Grab someone, have coffee with them, tell them what's going on in your life. I had to do that last year. I had a crisis of faith last year that was pretty rocking. What I did is grab some people, sat down with them and had a coffee and said, I need to talk to you. And it's amazing how that changes the soil of your heart. If your life is choked out with weeds, do some serious round-upping. There's no better therapy. I did it last week in my yard. It is great therapy to use round-up on your yard and watch the weeds die. Same within your spiritual life. Like I said... With the soil in your life, you're the only one that can change it. So at the beginning of this year, change your soil. Put some sphagnum moss in there to make it a bit more, I'm going to be more regular at church. Put some worm castings in. That's what I did with this, sphagnum moss and worm castings and fixed it. Uh, Start reading the Bible a bit more. Start having God conversations. Make sure the soil's moist. Start talking to God and having God conversation with others. Only you can change it. Only you can assess it. Only you can change it. But as you change it, you can become flourishing in God. And this year can be a great year as you change the soil of your heart to make it more flourishing. I want to stand at the end of 2024, looking back, thinking, well, I have come so far in God. I've come through that crisis. I believe a whole lot more in God. And I've got rid of some of the stuff that doesn't really matter. And I'm now flourishing in God. I've got, a, I've got an ecosystem going in my heart. Everything is working well. I'm flourishing. That can be you this year as you look at the soil of your heart and you change it. Why don't you stand with me? We're going to pray. Lord, as I look at this congregation today, I see so many great people. I see a great church that cares for one another. But I believe there's more for us. And I believe that we can flourish even more. And so, Lord, I pray that we would take care of the soil in our heart. That we would make sure that we cultivate it, that we're aware of it. For those who are unbelieving, that's not a bad place to start because the only way is up. And so, Lord, I pray that they dig their heart over. That they'd have honest conversations with God. Even if it's a... If you're really there, speak to me. And I pray that they see miracles in their life. For those with the rocky soil, and they're going through a crisis right now, a crisis of faith, and it could be a very real one that's hurting them, I pray they wouldn't do this on their own. I pray they reach out to someone in the church and say, can I chat with you? I just need encouragement today. May we take care of our own soil, I pray. Lord, for those who have weeds choking stuff out, Lord, I pray we'd make good decisions about our relationship with you. 
and we know that we flourish as we have a great relationship with you, as we value each other, as we value church and your word. We know that we can flourish this year. So may we take care of our soil. Lord, I pray that you would help us do that. And even this week as we assess the soil of our heart and what it's like, that we'd be honest with ourselves, that we'd make some good decisions and that we would want flourishing in our life. May we flourish. May we grow bigger and better this year. May our life improve with our relationship with you and then that flows down to every area of our life. I pray for that in Jesus' name. I particularly pray this morning for people who are having trouble in relationships with others. Maybe a relationship breakdown that's really hurting them. I pray that this year would be the year where relationships are restored, where people come together and meet together and restore what was broken. May we know that in this church as well, I pray. I want to thank you that you've come to give life and life to the full. Lord, we accept that, but we'll do our part and work on our hearts so that we can flourish in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Country Hope Church podcast. If you have any questions or would like to request prayer, please don't hesitate to get in touch via our email, connect at countryhope.church. Also, why not subscribe so you don't miss an episode? Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you soon 